terrifying life-size rocking horses, teens with receding hairlines, and hints at possible incest? Oof. This movie's got it all. Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> Steph? Yeah. Let's go watch Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. <laughs> Good times, great movies. Here we are, as we do, come together to talk about some movies from the 1980s. We are in our horror month, our scary time of year, so we have some fun um, that we're going to have. Oh, let me tell you who else is here, because it's not just me. There's myself, Jamie Lorello. There's my always co-host, D.P. McCambridge. Always here. Always here. It's... And then we have a guest. She might be a ghost. She might be possessed. We don't know. But her name is Steph. I fooled you both. I'm the ghost of Steph. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Excellent. I would have gone with possession. That seems like a lot of work. I just don't have that it's... kind of energy right now. Yeah, it's heavy ghost energy Ghost I can there. do. I think I can do. Okay, so we'll do the ghost. We won't be possessed. That's fair enough. Yeah. Should I keep this voice on? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> that won't get old at all. I once asked Jamie to do an entire episode as Dracula. That lasted for maybe a sentence, but was not into it. You tried. We tried. We tried. I'll just um, say, but... if you ever commit to that, I will commit to this. Oh, great. Oh, God. You know what? Uh, here's what I will also say. If you guys agree to do that, I might not be on for that episode. I might just let you guys handle that. I'll edit it together. That's fine. Just send me the audio. But that might be a little too much for me. Maybe you can join us. Well, I'd have to I'd have to think of a third persona or something. And I don't. The two good ones are taken. Well, you have a pretty good Stallone. And is it your, um, I think it's your Scottish accent? Your, um. Uh, uh, don't know what you're referring wait, to. Wait, Scottish you... Stallone as Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> okay, there it is. All right. There it is. <laughs> you know what? You might have to give me like a year to workshop that. If we could get back together next October. I'll and see you both next out. Halloween. <laughs> I'm on it. It's in my agenda. I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, but thank you, Steph, for coming on. Thank you for agreeing to do this. And uh, listeners, regular listeners may know, last year, Steph, you were on twice. Yeah. You were on with me to talk about Motel Hell. And you were on before that to talk about Cherry 2000, which both of those were super fun. Yes. So, <laughs> And when I asked you to come on, I said, hey, we're doing a summer of sequels. If you want, I, I even said, I was like, hey, listen, you pick out a sequel. I don't care what it is. Just let me know. And you chose two movies. One was Avenging Angel. And the other one was this movie, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. And uh, you, ev I even said, hey, which one would you rather do? And I think your response was, do not make me choose between my babies. So oh! I was like, okay. I have weird babies, but I love them. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's a great choice because I... 
I originally saw this movie, I don't know how many years ago it was. I really did not remember it. So rewatching this was an absolute blast. And I thank you for choosing this as a film that we're talking about. I have to say thank you, too, because as we know on this podcast, this whole uh, horror genre is relatively new to me. So a lot of these are introductory movies for me, even though y'all might have seen them before. Um, and every time I don't want to give too much away, but I am pleasantly surprised at um, at my reaction, and d when when DP presented it to me, he was kind of like, you know, um, don't be dismayed by the title, Prom Night 2, I know what you're going to think, your mind's going to go into, you're not going to like it. And uh, I was open, I was open, and boy was I glad I was. I'm happy to hear <laughs> that, you kind of need to be open going into this movie. <laughs> this was uh, an early horror film for me too, I saw it on Cinemax. Mm -hmm. I was not prepared for it. I had barely seen anything scary yet, and I actually hated it for a long time because it was so disturbing to me. Uh, but now I'm I'm a battle-hardened adult. I don't feel anything anymore, and, uh, <laughs> so I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I was going to ask you where you first saw this. This is a bizarre entry into the horror genre. If this is if this is the first thing somebody sees. I don't know where you go from here, but it, it does make sense that you weren't a fan for a little while. No, it was Cinemax. They would only show sequels. So, like, my first horror movies were Friday the 13th Part 3, Leprechaun 3, <laughs> uh, this one, and, okay, not not a sequel, but Pinocchio's Revenge. These were the oh. hallmarks of my horror education. Wow. I feel like that explains a lot. <laughs> wow. So, yes, I, I did not have Cinemax. I just always thought, just based on what people said, I always just thought Cinemax was like softcore porn. And I know you couldn't oh. put that on Cinemax during the day, but I never I never really thought about, other than that, what they showed on that channel. Because I had HBO and it wasn't like, you know, later on it was this weird package deal where it's like, if you get HBO, you get Cinemax. But this was early enough on where HBO is all I had and it was pretty much just safe stuff for the most part. It was like Gremlins was on all the time and Young Guns was on all the time. So it's interesting to know that at least Cinemax had some fun with what they were putting on there. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just feel like, okay, I'll come back in 20 minutes and turn it off. I did not care about that at all. Like, These 20 minute softcore porn films. <laughs> you know, at the half hour, this will be over. We'll be starting something else. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, Hello, Mary Lou, prom night two. Um, it, if I can pull it off, can I possess either one of you at any time to kind of speak <laughs> up? Uh, amazing, amazing, please. Okay, only. <laughs> Yeah, Doug, I don't think I mean, wants any part of it, so it's just yeah, gonna be you. <laughs> he's a little iffy on it, but I'm I'm ready. I'm open to the Thank to you. the possession. Let's give it a go. I have you to know, ask. Honestly, my wife and kids left for the day, so I think I'd be into it. Like I think that <laughs> I wouldn't bother anyone around me. I'm here alone. My dog might get a little freaked out, but that's kind of it. So go for it. And it's a process, from what I understand. So it could take till the end of the podcast for it to really come all the way out and through, because it's you know it's a gradual possession. Is that how you work too? I would assume. Yeah. I, I feel like it, yes, but I feel like yeah. we got good teamwork going on here. We'll figure it out. I also feel like unless you're shot or until you're shot, it's a pretty smooth possession. Like nothing has to get too creepy or super gross 
until maybe your you know corporeal form is destroyed and you have to escape from it oh well, you're just cranky you're just really cranky right <laughs> Oh, I don't well, want to leave either of you a husk of your former bodies. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to work. Right. Okay. Drat. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this. Hello, Mary Lou. Prom Night 2. So this is what, like the way this movie starts is wild because we go through like there's credits and there's a school and, and there's also credits and there's a church. There's a lot that's happening. It's kind of establishing where this entire movie takes place, I guess. Hallways, schools, and churches. That's what we always. get to see. Yeah. <laughs> hallways. So. Hallways. With something like prom night, I always just think of churches. I'm like, okay, all right. That's that's what comes to mind. <laughs> I mean, you got to confess before you have a really good prom night, right? So we kind of meet a trunk. Like, the trunk is basically ah. the narrator for the first part of it. The trunk kind of opens up and is like, let me tell you what happened. Just about 30 years ago to this day. Yeah. And it doesn't even start with, you know, what I would assume the trunk would start with, which is, hey, uh, listen, I'm just a cape and I'm some gloves and here's me. Like, here's prom night. It starts with this Mary Lou individual going to confession she's a good catholic girl is, is she though Jamie? Is she really <laughs> now? You know, my knowledge of catholics and how that works isn't that extensive but i would assume that people that go confession or go to confession are people that actually honestly feel guilty about something or like maybe your parents make you go so maybe that's what this is all about but she's kind of super proud of she's saucy <laughs> she is saucy yeah, she's super proud of her sins. <laughs> she is. She's so into it because you know, she starts out by like, oh, I did this and I did that. And I guess it's pretty bad. And is it just me or does this priest look so bored? Like he has had enough. He's totally done. Has no interest in what anybody's talking about at this point. I think they usually are. They usually are just like three Hail Marys. And just <laughs> All day I, I ate yeah. a grape at the grocery store. I didn't pay for it. Okay. You're absolved, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> do your thing. At this point, this preacher would be like, this is so great. Like, this is so exciting. I rarely hear things like <laughs> Yeah, this, this is spicy. <laughs> this is my own Skinamax, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> It's so fun because she talks about how she's had many boys, many times. There's a lot of many things. Many boys, <laughs> yeah. many times she's been mean to her mother, mm. many lies she's told. She, Mary Lou's a woman of many. And yeah. she loved every minute of That's it. right. That's right. She sure did. <laughs> and to cap it all off, the fact that she writes her name and number in this confessional is so great. So good. With her slutty lipstick. <laughs> well, that's always a, an important part of a lot of possession movies is profaning the church. And she gets that mm -hmm. done right away. She's like, out of the yeah. way. We're good. Let's yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on with this movie. Like, we did it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Profanity. Okay, great. Done. Let's just go from here. Like, yeah, she does. This and Bad Lieutenant are in a race to profane the church. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sure. You could throw some exorcist in there, but you know what? These two, I think, have the edge. <laughs> so now we go. So after she writes that, which I, I thought was fantastic that she would just write her name right in there. Because first of all, well, you're not fooling anyone who you are. It's just kind of like the preacher could be like, oh, who was that? But mm, nope, it's right there. Just read the writing on <laughs> the wall. Now we know. Right. And you totally got it. She goes to prom with a guy who 
has to be in his mid thirties, like thirty three. <laughs> like this guy with his hairline. I think the median age of that prom was like thirty four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> then this guy might be a little bit high, and and I I assume that the receding hairline is just so later you could be like, oh, that's Michael Ironside. But I don't think that was necessary. Like I think you could have just had a kid and been like, oh, they have the same name. Like I understand that, but this guy. He looked way too old to be there. He did he look did. like Ironside, though. So, eh? yeah, yeah, it was good casting. It was good casting. <laughs> like we're looking for a Michael Ironside type, and he needs to be Canadian. <laughs> they lucked out. That's a little bit of magic there. That's very specific. Yeah, this movie is very Canadian. I loved it because <laughs> I would assume that if you're making a movie in Canada you would try and make them say the word about as little as possible. They say it constantly in this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't pick up okay. on that. But. Yep. Good. No, that's a good point. Yeah, no. So she she goes to prom with this dude and immediately, like, I don't know, sends him to get punched or something. And just, like, makes eyesies at some other guy from across the gym. And then they just sneak around the back and, like, start dry humping. It's crazy. Well, he was saucy. He was waiting for her with his little, uh, I was going to say his carafe of liquor, like a carafe. <laughs> <laughs> He's classy at the prom. Um, but yeah, it's like they've, they've been waiting to hook up before. I like it that somebody uh, is like, when he comes back and looks for her, he's like, where's Mary Lou at? And some guy's like, oh, backstage there. When did you guys break up? And he's like, oh, we did it. It's like, I guess when I went to go get punched, I guess that was yeah. implied. I don't yeah. And he even looks like exacerbated, like, oh, this is happening again? This happens constantly <laughs> I with can't her. go anywhere with Mary Lou. So he goes back and kind of confronts them, but not really, because neither of them are having it like they're like no this guy's here to break up our fun let's just go somewhere else now it's totally cool and i like how he says you've gone farther with this guy than you've gone with me <laughs> yeah i like, like that he makes Wait. that clear like and he's been pinned they've been pinned yeah. for over a year and yeah, there's been no action in this way and so over, she's uh, yeah mm -hmm. i was like over a year and they're kind of just making out. I mean, I know it's it's pretty heavy making out. I get it, but it's not. Like, oh, there's an oh, ass grab in there. Yeah, yeah they're, he's but, like got yeah. a full okay. cheek so in he's his like, hand. You didn't. You never grabbed my crotch over my pants before, and we've been together for a year plus now. Well, and she. I don't understand how she has a bit of a reputation. She's writing her name on on the church walls. So um, either he he's very unaware. Or she's just decided that this slut lifestyle is going to be her lifestyle. I don't know. This is it. She's like, we're at prom. I got just a few weeks left before we graduate. I got to figure college out. Making it happen. I'm let loose. Yes. I got my whole world in front of me. Let me start with my crotch area. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He's upset, obviously. He's not. He's not. Because Mary Lou now decides that, like you said, she's not coming. She doesn't have to be there. I think she makes a comment like, "It's not who you come with; it's who you leave with." <laughs> she tells him because he's like, "You came with me," but she's clearly on to Cooper, right? She's yeah. left. I thought his name was Barry, and then midway through, I realized his name is Billy. Okay. And I kind of liked Barry better, so I kept Barry in my notes. So if I refer to him as Barry, just know who I mean. Um, it's all right. I just called him Michael Ironside. So well, whatever you have yeah. in your notes is good for you. That's fine. Old Barry Ironside. That won't get confusing. We're good. He's left high and dry, though. She doesn't want to have him anymore as a date. And she's got plans. She's, might, she's pretty sure she's going to be the prom queen. And she just doesn't 
he is not making the cut. We don't need to know a lot about Mary Lou, right? But I'm really, like, in watching it this time, I was really curious. I'm like, why is she going to be prom queen? Is it, is she super popular? I guess, like, but she's also really easy. And she also seems like kind of a horrible human being. Like, I don't, those people don't win prom queen, right? Right. Do they? Uh, yeah, like, when she does win, spoiler, and she's walking <laughs> up, everyone's clapping, including yeah. the girls, but she's kind of drawn as the character that would be a boyfriend thief, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit like, hmm. And it kind of gives credence to the more uh, late-stage high school slut lifestyle choice, mm -hmm. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, the girl's taking a while to get her crown and sash uh, cape ready, and she she's mean to her, so... Yeah, it's not a sash, it's a cape, mind you. It's not just the sash, right. it's a full cape, which yeah, she denies wearing. Because it, it, the cape may have helped save her, I thought. Anyone there could have saved her. They all just stand <laughs> there and watch this yeah. poor girl burn. And they, they, like, turn I mean, away, I like, get oh, being that's... stunned, but... Yeah, but every... But, every... Well, uh, na <laughs> nature's taking its course. Yeah. Uh, man should not interfere. <laughs> Good night, that, guy she was, that guy she snuck off to make out with, like, collapses on the floor. Like, I wish He's there was something fist. I could do. He's, He's like, fist. in a She's heap so on the ground. And I'm like, She's still running around burning. You What's fire allergic to? Does anyone know? And they're just like, No. What? <laughs> we don't know what to do. You don't really see any adults. You see one uh, adult man when. Um, when the Cooper... sad principal yes yes he's like yeah like, life yeah, sucks kid, <laughs> you and i are in this together <laughs> i don't know you're pretty much my same age and maybe you'll take my job someday i don't know yeah. it's it's such a bizarre interaction between the two of them in yeah. that bathroom yes yes <laughs> but he does uh her boyfriend uh michael ironside slash bobby billy something like that Whatever barry him. barry barry yep mm -hmm. uh he goes away to the bathroom because i think she threw punch at him or yeah. something whatever yeah she's upset and then you have these two dudes like making hijinks like talking about a stink bomb and everything the stink bomb looks like dynamite like i've seen a stink <laughs> bomb and, but i've never seen a 1957 stink bomb maybe they look like that listen I, i'm not gonna get too gross here but lysol used to make douches back in the 1950s mm -hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised that they had like the army was like you know little stinker stink bombs <laughs> but they're just sticks of dynamite i would not be surprised <laughs> also how quickly she goes up i was like is that is that the stink bomb or was her dress? Her dress like, is that. That's why I was thinking beforehand? if she had put that cape on, she would have been able to toss the cape off and toss the sure. flames off of her. But and she what just, a finale that would have been. Yeah. Yes. Prom queen. <laughs> she would have been like, I'm so hot. She yeah. even more. Yes. She was focused on the crown, though, which is a titular piece, yeah. I'll say. So. His idea is, oh, during her big acceptance, it's not a speech, you don't give a speech. It's a but lot of waving. She's, it's a lot right. of waving. Oh, and posing. She, yes. She's got the hips going. Oh, yeah, she struts. <laughs> I do remember uh, my first year of high school, the homecoming queen was the one punk rock girl in high school. Mm. So in the yearbook, she had this great photo of her in a mohawk with, like, oh, the crown so kind cool. of askew and, like, the uh, the robe kind of half off, and she was just like, 
kind of like cool and casual in the yearbook photo. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's a bad mama jamma. Yeah. Did you go to the high school in class of 1984? Is that where you went? How do you know? <laughs> he decides he's going to ruin her big moment by just dropping the stink bomb practically on top of her. Uh, so like he to gets humiliate his... her, you know. Right, yes, mm. yes. And he gets up on this catwalk directly over stage, of course. Lights it, drops it down, and she just goes up. She ignites, like a... yeah. <laughs> A ball of flames. Well, again, 1950s. That's an asbestos, asbestos <laughs> capita gown right there. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> right, no, on. That's a good right on, right on. And we, like we were saying before, how no one is helping her, just watching her. He is just watching her from that catwalk, yelling, "Somebody help her! Somebody help her!" And nobody does. They're actually turning away, running out. Um, and it's not yet, yeah, but nobody's really running out. Like nobody's running out screaming, get help. They all just kind of look bored and kind of over the whole thing. They're kind of like, mm, well, that's a shame <laughs> for her. Well, we'll see how this works itself out. <laughs> so then after this and after she, I guess, dies, well, not I guess dies, she dies. <laughs> yeah, those uh, were the secrets revealed from the box. Right, or from yes. the, that's yeah. what the trunk The trunk revealed. like closes. Like, yeah. This is a murder mystery, that. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the trunk's like, hope you enjoyed my story. Uh, back to your present day. Have right. a great time. And now we meet our main character, hero of the film. So I have a question about, well, I think we all have some questions about her family life <laughs> that maybe answer later. Not sure. Her mother's super crazy. They're always, every time they're eating, did you see the, the thing of milk on that table for every meal? They love their it's milk. Like, it's like they just poured two gallons of milk into a big glass carafe, and it's just always there, no matter what the meal is. They also eat at a giant table for a family of three. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, they say their prayers at every meal. Um, yeah. Her mom's kind of like a Mennonite. I mean, I don't want to say she's exactly a Mennonite, but that's instantly what I was thinking of, the way she dresses, the way she acts. She's very religious. We'll put her that way. Okay. Put her in that right. group category. Um, okay. When we first meet this character, I thought at first, because she's looking in the mirror, she's brushing her hair, and we get the pan around of her room, and we know, because in her little 80s bedroom, there's this giant rocking horse that looks like it fell off the carousel, and you just know <laughs> that this... This is going to make this is going to be something in this movie. So because it's just giant and in the middle of her room and very awkward for who is when she we first meet her, she looked kind of young to me. And so did her little boyfriend, yeah. Craig. They look like I couldn't tell if they were 10, 12 or 17. As we watched the movie, <laughs> wow. I, I got more into like, oh, no, she's OK. They both look more their age. But when I first met both of them, I was like, wow, like you said, in, in the 50s, we all look like we're 50 already, but mm -hmm. modern day, they look really young. Um, it's but, like when you watch Seinfeld now, you're like, these people are supposed to be in their yeah. like, late 20s, yeah. and they, they look like they're dressing like they're 50. It's, it's really weird. So, Jamie, you had mentioned this rocking horse, and we will totally get into the rocking horse. I think Chekhov's riding the... horse, you're right. <laughs> rocking horse, you're right. <laughs> that could take the majority of this podcast if we really wanted to get into it. But you said you see it so you know something's going to happen. If I paid you $1,000 to say what you thought was going to oh. happen, there is no way you would ever, like, 
The no. idea of a wet human tongue coming out of this thing no. would not enter her your mind at all. Later on, when she's just on the rocking horse and like <laughs> hugging it and it's licking her fingers, I, that was the scene so I imagined. Funny. But I was sorry. I was like, oh, there you go, sweet, sweet rocking horse. There you yeah. go. Thanks for great. following through on that wet mouth yeah. movie. Appreciate it. <laughs> So also her mother's talking about she's like, Oh, mom, prom's coming up and oh. I'm going with what'd you say his name is Craig and everything? Yeah. And or Greg. I don't know if he's Craig or Greg. Yeah. I don't know if he's a bad boy. I don't know. But she talks about he rides a motorcycle, of course. Yeah. And her mom's very insistent, like, is he gonna put a sidecar in that thing for prom? And I'm like, does she think it's safer or classier? Like, what does her mom think a sidecar is gonna be good for? I think so she can ride side saddle on the motorcycle, <laughs> like a lady. No, but he's a good boy. He has a motorcycle, but he he gets her a cross as a gift, and he's very yeah. thoughtful and asks mm -hmm. how she's doing. He's a sweetie. Yeah, he is. He is. He is a good little boyfriend. I would yeah. have liked it if he gave her the cross and was like, "Listen, I know your mom's super religious, but I'm not sure your feelings. I kind of took a guess here. Is this all right?" <laughs> now we're at school. And there is a student giving a presentation oh. about how he made an avocado radio. This is when we meet our, I guess he's supposed to be one of the comic relief characters, this Josh. Sure, why not? Hey, is this the same, this is the same kid that works in like the AV? Yeah, this is the kid with the bangs. The studio. You couldn't okay, tell by his I, bangs? <laughs> no, I couldn't. No, later on, I thought it was maybe just a one-off character here with this avocado radio. I didn't make that connection, and I felt like an idiot. The avocado potato radio. No, he, he reminds me of Val Kilmer, like, in the real genius top secret mm -hmm. years a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Less refined, of course, but he has kind of that fluffy, hey, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. him. I like the comic relief characters. I have a soft spot for him. As you should. I, listen, I enjoyed <laughs> so many of these characters at this school, but it's really weird that they're, I don't want to say their characteristics are not well defined, but I had a real hard time. I was like, okay, so is the main protagonist and her friends, they're not really nerds. They're not goody goodies like that one girl she's you know her hair looks amazing and she's pregnant and the other girl seems oh. really cool and sassy and i'm like so what's the problem with these bitchy girls like they all kind of look the same and i know i was supposed to differentiate and even this nerd i was like i guess he's a nerd but i don't know he's able to get a date with this girl and i like i don't know it didn't seem as clear-cut as a lot of these movies are i actually appreciated that because in high school for me i was friends with just different groups we weren't like one set thing i'd be like they're metalheads they're science kids like and we just eat lunch and hang out together and movies they like that shorthand of the clicks so i actually like that they're like no oh, they just all like each other and they hang out yeah and they all have similarities because some of them like each well, other well they don't like that one uptight bitchy girl well because she's terrible yeah yeah but you're right in that they sort of they all the besides her eclectic friend that's pregnant there's the bitchy girl almost is similar to the other friend who i don't know her name the one that dies in the yeah. locker because there were times when i would see them together and be like oh wait oh no that's the one they don't like i see okay gotcha and well and she was more um when we first meet the bitchy girl, she's kind of, I wrote Janice down at first because she starts out with this like kind of <laughs> annoying voice, but she doesn't carry that through the whole time. She's also wearing more of the like colorful colors and 
always looks like she smells a stinky fart. So that's how I knew the difference. But Okay. Um, <clears throat> no, because I, I really heard... And I don't want to say her good-looking friend. We could call her the girl that gets turned into a meat smoothie or whatever you want to call her. Oh, like, <laughs> meat sauce when coming out of the locker, that one. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that. But even when she's talking, she's like, I don't even have a date for the prom, and I don't get it. Like, I'm pretty good-looking and all. And then you see this guy behind her going like, hey, um, I was just wondering. And she turns around, she's like, get lost, asshole. And I'm like, oh. So I guess this is a bitchy girl, but no, I was wrong. No, she's the confident one. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, right, right. So there are roles. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. I have to say my favorite, I think my favorite character, and it's so sad she died early, was her pregnant friend. Was the eclectic was one, yeah. So cool. I know, yeah. they set her up as this cool arty girl, and she has she finds out she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy is not involved with her anymore. It's this touching moment where she tells Vicky, our lead, in the locker room, and they just kill her. Like next yeah. scene. I mean, it's a great death, if, you know. Yeah, and I guess knowing she's pregnant makes it even more sad and brutal. But right. It's very jarring. Yeah. <laughs> but even that scene where the, she does talk about how she's pregnant, like that's an amazing scene. Oh yes, yeah, it's very like, emotional. Well, and in the. It starts out where she just has a shady doctor's appointment. She just has this doctor's appointment right, that makes yes. her sad. She doesn't want to talk the about it. The look of her when she's leaving, she's like, I guess I'm leaving forever. <laughs> just the look on her face, it's so sad. I'm like, she's just going to the doctor. I know there's more to this. Yeah, that's what I thought. Again. I was like, she's the one that's possessed because they know there's a demon inside of her. And the doctor's going to It's the that's baby. It <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like, you're not pregnant, but. I got some real bad news for you. You're going to wish you were. Well, it's this friend, though, that suggests to Mary Lou, or not Mary Lou, she suggests suggests to Vicky, because Vicky's like, yeah, my mom won't let me wear a cool prom dress. So that's, doesn't she say, like, well, you should check. I was going to check out the basement, the theater department, and see what they had down there. So that's what makes Vicky by herself. And the only reason we know it's creepy is because it's got the scary music and it's so dark. <laughs> but she goes down into, I guess, the basement of the um, of the, the Alamo. Caged up no, <laughs> yes, it's, it's just full of costumes. It's just every, that's where they put all the costumes from. I guess every play that was ever put on at this school, every you know prom that went horribly wrong, all that stuff just gets shoved down into this basement. And I think we did forget to mention very quickly that her boyfriend is Michael Ironside's son. Ah, uh, yes, we do realize we get that little. That was a fun little thing because he goes to visit him, uh, and he's the school principal now, isn't he? <laughs> yep. Right. Yes. Um, was his punishment for murdering a student to become principal? <laughs> <of this laughs> really? Now I'll watch over all the students. <laughs> He's like, I promise to ban stink bombs. Great. You'll make a great principal. Yeah. The cops were like, listen, one of two things. We could put you away in juvie for quite a while, or you could just become principal of this school and never right. leave town. I don't know if he made the right choice, but he seems okay with it. Well, our, <laughs> and our sassy little date stealer became a priest. So it's it just yes. complete 180 for these yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was jarred. I mean, that night that Mary Lou went down, <laughs> pounding fists. I mean, something in his life had to turn around. Yeah, so hellfire he with uh, implied premarital sex. Like, yeah. Like... <clears throat> yeah, he was like, I got to find the Lord. <laughs> I got to. I drank a lot of booze and I almost got laid. We need to put an end to this immediately. Yeah, yeah this lifestyle is not for me. 
We never get to see, though. I mean, obviously, uh, Craig has a mama, but we don't know who that is. I was. Yeah, I I assume she's dead. Like even even when the maybe he came killed over, her too. Set her wait, on fire. You think, okay, hold on, wait. So you think Michael Ironside just got a taste for murder, and he's like, yeah. "This is easy." Yeah, ladies, look out. Okay, yeah, watch out for him. He looks scary. You know, we saw scanners. Yeah, well, did we? So. All right, so she goes into the school's basement, mm -hmm. looking around, and she finds the crate that contains the past. Mm -hmm. And she opens it. Like, the moment she opens it, uh, the frame breaks, or the glass breaks on the school picture mm -hmm. in Principal Ironside's office. And you could feel it. Mary's coming out. And immediately he, like, drives to the church. Yeah, like, it's it breaks. And he's like, oh, my God, I got to tell my one friend, the only guy still left in this town. He's a preacher now. I got to go tell well, him. Well, it breaks that. right over Mary's face. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's a key. Yes. And so and the it's funny because he pulls up to the to the. Uh, to the church and it's like he's waiting the priest comes outside like oh he's gonna finally come in here and no he just drives away he's like ah, <laughs> it's really i think it'll be okay, you like wait for the preacher to be like hey but oh no nope. yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a demonic bat signal though because uh once they open it they're both like dogs here yes, right. <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah you're right you're right i do love the the um elective classes at this school because when we get um to both the gym class and the art class and the art class is where we get to next there's dancing there's pottery there's art there's every it's like a beautiful art class same with the gym yeah. some of them are um oh no the art yeah no the art class is where they're they have the 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 ballerinas you guys can see <laughs> well, how course. i'm dancing like a ballerina yeah. just your midday ballerina yeah. class at high school you know <laughs> I do love how there's no teachers, too. And it does seem like an art class where it's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to make a dress? Do you want to make uh, <laughs> uh, pottery? Like you're messing with clay? You're, crafts, making, a, you're right. making a giant hand? That looks great. Keep going with it. <laughs> that would have been great if someone was just working on a rocking horse in the background. It was never commented on. Amazing. Right. That would be. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm trying to get the whole thing to look well, realistic, yeah. but I've just mastered the tongue. Like, that's as far <laughs> as I've gotten so far. <laughs> I don't know why the tongue speaks to me so much on this. <laughs> so this is when we go to the bathroom and her friend in a single long take talks to her and tells her that she is pregnant. The guy doesn't call her back. This is really, mm -hmm. this is really rough. And then we, we fast forward to that evening and this friend, is her name Jess? Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jess is still working in the art room on yeah. that clay hand, I guess. And I love how you just hear somebody. I guess it's the custodian. It's just like, hey, on your way out, lock up the school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you arm the alarm. You remember the code, right? All right. See ya. Have a good one. <laughs> so for some reason, she tries on the old prom cape and Mary Lou, the spirit of Mary Lou, mm. is really festering. Yeah, it's coming out. Well, she steals one of those cheap gems out of the crown, too. So she's oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, right. that's really what really, that's what jars her up is when it's like, don't mess with Mary's crown. Because most of this movie, I did not understand why Mary Lou was killing everybody. Like, I really legit did not. I was like, what is she? What problem does she have with these people? And also, and Steph, as I'm going to call you a Mary Lou expert, maybe you can answer this question here. <laughs> what's her end game here? Like, 
for a while I was like, oh, well, if she takes possession of Vicky, then maybe she just gets to live out her youth. Maybe she gets to have the life she never had. But at one point, the preacher brings a giant book, some sort of, I don't think it's the Bible. I don't know what it is. He brings it to Michael Ironside and he's like, it says right here that she wants to possess you. And I was like, what book is that? And how would you assume that that's what she wants? Wow, I guess you didn't pay attention to the Bible because there's like a whole section, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were about to do a Bible study. I was like, I am in it. Let's let's hear all about it. <laughs> um, no, I don't. It, yeah, um, you would assume it would be kind of a focused uh, revenge mission. Maybe a, pe- a few people get in the way and she'd get rid of them. But uh th- the violent way she died, uh, seeing who did it, feeling betrayed. <laughs> I guess a bunch of 35-year-olds standing around watching you burn. You just come back. You're just angry you're and you just want to start chaos. That's my best guess as an expert. Maybe all of these people <laughs> that she kills were sons and daughters of the like a Freddy Krueger type thing. Oh, Maybe that's you want some lineage there. You want some lineage there. I think she was just angry. And then I think this chick was messing with her prom stuff and she was like, you know what? You're, you're my first one down. Well, I thought she was going to go down via a, an intense paper cutter. Is that what they're called? Those paper slicer yeah, things? Yeah, that had to be a budgetary thing. And it gets you so hyped about it and then like no, we'll just magically have her hang with this. Yeah. Uh, I love how yeah. it's a budgetary thing. And they're shooting that scene and the producer runs in. It's like, what, what, no, 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 <laughs> no, we can't. I mean, let's leave it in here, but we can't do it. Right, that. exactly. We'll still make it look scary and sharp and like this is what, but it cuts somehow. It does cut the, the cape or something. But I think, too, she, she ends up being hung by the cape and then flung outside. But they still know that she hung herself. And then I guess just. A strong wind came and flew her out the window. I don't know. Because she does fly out the window, right? The, yes. Yeah. She gets hung and flies out the window. But the next day at school, the rumor is that she hung herself. Yeah, the cape hangs her, and then the cape throws her out the window. And nobody thinks this is weird. Also, they appear to bury this poor girl, I don't know, later that afternoon. Yeah, like, it's this a quick. Is so they just quick. want to get on with it. Yeah. Even her mother was like, yeah. she had the pregnancy anyway. Let's just get it out and forget. Yeah, let's that. just... Uh, yeah, it feels like DL. All right, funeral over. Back to class. Yeah. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Back to class. These art projects aren't going to finish themselves, people. Right. Sorry, right. real quick. So off topic, but in the second grade, uh, our class was prepping for a holiday play, mm-hmm. and our teacher sliced half her finger off with one of in those. In one of those, they are in dangerously class. sharp. Oh. In, Surrounded by little kids. Oh. <laughs> it was Second terrible. graders can't deal with that. Wait, were you there? Yeah. No, it was in our class. Oh, you were in the room. Okay. I didn't wow. see anything, but uh, oh. I just heard screaming, and the teacher be like, it's okay, please just get somebody. <laughs> oh, my oh, word. My it's terrible. Oh. Wow, that is pretty bad. I don't know right. if there was blood on one of your cheats that she was cutting. Someone's like, oh, science test has... Teacher's blood on it. Ah. Science. You're excused from this test. The second grade science test. All right. Spelling. Sorry, the spelling test. Uh, Sorry, you don't know your periodic table. You're at least seven. You should by now. I like how Vicky goes to this funeral and just like, I don't know, is 
too bored with her friend's death or is just over it where she just wanders around and finds Mary Lou's grave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's drawn to it. The very next day at school or later that afternoon again. I don't know. The bitchy girl walks up to her and is like, hey, what's the matter? What's your problem? And I was like, her friend just died. Well, like, that's her friend. At the funeral. I don't think that's the bitchy girl, though. Oh. Oh, maybe it is. No, you're right. You're right. That's no, her friend her that's like, friend. what's the matter? And she's like, oh, I don't know. My friend. I'm not a dead. sociopath, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> no, she does jump in. Um, yeah, they're, she, they're kind of standing around thinking about her in, mm-hmm. in the hallways. And the, the mean girl comes up putting up uh, like flyers for herself and like, wow, I didn't know we were advertising for prom queen. I, I appreciate that they pointed that out. And like, guess the competition's going down. You should get the message. Which, like, wow, one. Yeah. And two, uh, Vicky kind of starting to channel Mary Lou more and more is just mm-hmm. like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, this is where she just yells, shut your fucking mouth, bitch. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Go, Vicky. And that, prepared, and that prepared me for later on in this movie where I was like, hmm, we haven't seen any nudity. I kind of thought, oh, my God, now it's just a <laughs> We just need a one of those. You know what? For so long. We've done some mellow murders, and now we're just really going to take it. Yeah, there was no, even in the little sexy scenes, there was a little butt cheek, but there was no boob action. You're waiting for it. And well, guess what? Now you got it. A little shower scene for you. Um, <clears throat> but first, before a shower scene, yeah, it goes for on you. forever. Um, she starts having these weird flashbacks. Like, it reminds me of Stranger Things because she'll like go to like the this under parallel yeah dead world mm-hmm. but she's still in school like she was still in the cafeteria but it just looked gross and gray mm-hmm. and just dilapidated and everything like that so that happens for a while yeah and uh sorry to bring up another movie but the sequel to this part three it's written by the same guy as actually directed uh by the writer and uh it goes full horror comedy it's very goofy but they kind of expand on that a little bit um, and it's kind of like a, a glimpse into the afterlife underworld kind of thing more than a straight hallucination. Uh, but they're creepy as heck. Like, uh, it, it's, yeah, just um, covered in, like, brown. and Yeah, she sees Mary wrong. Lou's head in the lunch really tray, up. doesn't she? <laughs> Mary Lou's yeah, just floating. Entertaining head head mask cast i'm not sure what they use but it was interesting so she's um again i guess she's getting a little more i don't know i don't know if confident is the right word but she decides to tell her parents that she is gonna take a year off of college basically because her boyfriend's doing the same thing oh yeah this is the theme greg told the principal earlier it's it's that you know i'm in charge of my life now and um, college is not, I've been in school for so long. I'm just going to take a year off. And um, her mom is not happy about that. Mom is not happy about no. that. Her mom's not happy. And her dad's like, well, wait, hold on. Well, maybe let's, uh, let's hear this out. I don't know. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. The dad's always like uh, nice, mm-hmm. but more passive. And the mom is the 
not again not full out Carrie mom but a little reminiscent yeah. is it later where the dad invites Craig to have dinner and he's like hey Craig maybe you could have oh, mom's like Vicky is not taking guests right now she doesn't need guests tonight and I love that too because the dad and, and Craig just look at each other like well you tried I don't know right <laughs> yeah what can you do women am I right buddy <laughs> they're not possessed they're nagging you <laughs> so now we start to really get you know she's over being freaked out she's over drinking out of a blood fountain and, and being freaked out by the school stuff because now she's sitting in front of the mirror were you gonna say this jamie or were you something were you doing something no else? i was gonna say yes yeah, she's she's kind of tapped into that 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 world a little bit and she's kind of decided and then while she's talking to her mom and her mom's saying the prayers at dinner she's also hearing these voices i think um and i think she's she's cool she decides she's going to be brave and kind of tell it like no this is my house this is my room you can't be here forget it no but when she's putting on makeup in front of this mirror it's so great because she starts to do you know she puts on eyeliner or something or lipstick or whatever and then she just stares at herself and just winks like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we got this there's some good winking yeah. there really is yeah and um uh we the lead Vicky, mm-hmm. the one who gets possessed, she is a very beautiful young girl, but she kind of has very long prairie mm-hmm. hair, uh, kind of not the most flattering uh, pastel clothing. So when she put that makeup on, like she has blonde eyebrows, no real color. She's very pale and she looks so good. I was like, ooh, I hope yeah. she keeps this look. <laughs> like... uh, so now we go to Jim. What is with this gym teacher with like these sunglasses and fake mustache like he looks like he should be in a beastie boys video this gym teacher looks oh. wild they all have an interesting gym outfits on all the girls are wearing these weird headbands or full-on uh-huh. unitar- unitards like i said gym is a lot like the art class where it's like some are playing volleyball some are playing baseball <laughs> some are doing gymnastics in a corner like anything that you could possibly yeah. do sports related can happen in this gym class all in one time um, it's it's one hundred percent co-ed too because it's like guys v girls volleyball game yeah. too, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, I'm kind of imagining the teachers and the students be like, "All right, time for school. What do I wear?" Opening their closets and there's like a mariachi outfit, <laughs> a suit of armor, like a tuxedo. Like, what are we doing today at this strange school? <laughs> I laughed out loud when this mean girl threw a volleyball right at her head. Just how it bounces directly off of her head and she is down. Like she drops to the floor like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, later they say she fainted, which is a good cover because I've been hit in the head with a volleyball. I don't feel great, but you're okay. (laughs) You don't fall over. (laughs) Yeah, but you're also not in the process of being possessed. That's probably taking a lot out of you, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. But she went down like a goat, Mm -hmm. you know, just. (laughs) And then went back into that creepy. Yeah, that's a great opportunity for that dark underside to kind of come up. Oh, she's passed out. Let's let's get her. She's passed out. Let's move (laughs) in now. Yeah. (laughs) And this is when she sees the the other. She sees a bunch of girls in gym shorts coming at her going, Mary Lou, Mm -hmm. Mary Lou. She gets caught up in some kind of spooky spider web and she's like, I'm not Mary Lou. Cause that's the thing is even earlier when she's in the dark side, I think it's the, some guy comes up to her and, and is like making out with her and, and pushes her up against a locker. 
right earlier oh yeah like, oh mary yeah. Lou. yeah yeah he like picks her up puts and her she's like, yeah I'm not mary lou well she smells a lot yeah like she's mary lou. she's, yeah, she's like get... assaulted by some greaser it's mm-hmm. it's very strange mm-hmm. michael ironside now at this point uh discovers that someone has opened his dead girlfriend's chest like his murder chest that he kept in the basement oh yeah he's not happy about this at all Mm-mm. can i just say something about him for a second um maybe it's just me but in school we very rarely saw the principal it was most that there's going to be okay we're all gathering in the auditorium kind of thing but after the volleyball incident oh, yeah. they're in the gym and then the camera moves and he's just there and he just turns and it's like <laughs> it's like why is the principal just hanging out during a volleyball because he's sensing the class. mary Lunas. that's what it is because that's when that's he true. appears is every time after he's always lurking been... Because, like, after something like that happens, he's like, oh, maybe. The veil is very thin in this gym. I must investigate. (laughs) Yeah, he should be the vice principal, right? Wasn't, like, the vice principal the one that was out a lot with, like, you know, that's the one you would see. And that's the one if people were in trouble, you would have to go see the vice principal. It was, like, the PR guy. Yeah, your your vice principal is, like, the PR guy. And the principal's, like, yeah. He's too busy at meetings and talking to, I don't know, Mm -hmm. the superintendent. Which uh, sounds like such a heavy word, like to be no, the, the superintendent. No, apparently that's a big part of the job. The priest. He's working things out with the priest. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Speaking of the priest, this is when Vicky goes to confession and just starts talking about Mary Lou to this well, guy. Because now she's having all these visions. Well, I do like when she comes home. We had mentioned this when she first comes home with the, her concussion. It's the most caring her mom is about her for about two minutes she's like oh my god what happened you got you fell down what happened i know what she needs she needs some jesus and then she slips right back into crazy and you're just like all right and she snaps at the invite for the boyfriend to stay over um but i think now she decides she has to go to confession because she can't she wants to know what's going on with these hallucinations that she's having and maybe maybe and she's got her cross that was given to her as a gift. And when she holds that up, too, she's like, what? I don't know. I want to lick this for some reason. I don't know. Um, and Principal Barry is um, he's just trying to he's just trying to get this out. Like now this he, he's burning the picture, right? Doesn't he burn up the class picture? We're, we're, we're going towards an emotional crescendo with uh, this young we girl are. doesn't know what's going on. These two men that don't want to admit what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Well, mainly the principal. The priest is just trying to be like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you know something's going on. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, like, we can do things. We could do things to prevent. Well, really, we can't because he thinks he's safe when he finally goes and tries to, you know, make a plea to the principal. Like, come on, you know something's happening. He's like, I mean, I'll be fine because, you know, I'm a man of the God. But yeah, I'm, I'm a priest. Yeah. You can't touch me. <laughs> yeah. We do really well in possession movies, <laughs> yeah. historically, I'm pretty sure. It's you we're going to worry about. It's you she probably wants to possess. Yeah, so. possession movies. Principals never make it out of right. Priests, <laughs> not a problem at all. I like how later he tries to perform like a remote exorcism. I don't understand what he's doing. He's just in the church with candles and he's like, I don't know. I saw this in The Exorcist. I'll just yell, the power of Christ compels you a lot. I don't need her. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the or... spirit. He knows. Right. Again, they can sense that the spirit of Mary Lou has been released. And I feel like sure. he's just trying to oh, get that spirit. Out. So now we go to Vicky's room, and this is an extensive room scene because she's drawing a picture of somebody. She's drawing some portrait, and I love how she drops her pencil off the side of her bed, and she's like, "I'll just go get that," and gets it, and then looks, and it's it's now suddenly a picture of Mary Lou she's been drawing. 
And she's not alarmed when her horse comes to life either. Like you had said this earlier, Jamie, she seems over it. She's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, <laughs> no monsters. You're not going to get me now. This is my room. It's my life. Stop it. And does not seem concerned that the horse has like glowing red eyes. And is and watching like her is turning its little horse neck and is like, what are you doing? And that's what, <laughs> and then she gets alarmed because she, it takes, so it lays in her bed and cops feel all over her. Is that what happens? So many hands. And I'm like, whose hands are these? What is happening? Well, right I think now? it's Mary Lou, like checking out the merchandise. She's like, is this a good okay. hot body? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's funny. Yeah. It's like an annoying little brother in there. And I almost feel like it's like, oh, fine. I'll do the creepy blanket yeah. grope thing. <laughs> Jeez. You are a tough audience, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so she then goes to the grave that night. She sneaks out at night, goes to the grave, and the priest is there too. And then, for some reason, later on, Mary Lou's grave explodes into just a ball of fire. Is that after he tries to compel her, maybe? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure if he's responsible for this or what. Like, maybe she was fine. Like, on the fringes, she's like, I'm kind of Vicky, I'm kind of not, but I don't have control. But the moment he does his little prayer, her, you know, casket explodes into a ball of fire. And then suddenly it's like she's totally free to do whatever she wants. Well, yeah, it's like the opposite of compelling her. He releases her or (laughs) compelling, releasing. I compel you to (laughs) possess someone other than my principal friend. (laughs) But yeah, there is a big old fire. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's a nervous, nervous little priest man. He knows he knows this is getting too serious for his powers, his priestly powers. She starts now. She's I think. 100% 100% possessed, I guess, right? Probably around this point. And her boyfriend's kind of like, hey, you look like shit. Like, <laughs> oh, you yeah. totally look awful. Yeah, he does. and she does start to look really, really bent. She really just looks like she's having yeah. some hard night's sleep. But she says, I haven't been sleeping well. Mm-hmm. This Mary Lou shit's on my mind. And this is when, yeah, she's very, she starts snapping at everyone. Shortly after this is when she slaps the mean girl across the face, which I kind of love. Let's talk about that mean girl a little bit. Because her big thing is, I want to be prom queen. I'm going to win this thing, no problem. So Josh, who we talked about before, Mm -hmm. who made an avocado radio or whatever, potato radio. um, She comes into his studio. Like, it reminded me of, like, how... David Silver on 90210, how like he was the school DJ and mm-hmm. he like had that little area where he lived. Like I was amazed when he opened a door and I was like, there's a dark room in here too. Oh yeah, he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> and also how he has the refrigerator, the little like mini fridge, but it's disguised as a computer. Very, very It's sh- a very cool slick. high school. Mm-hmm. Like it has that costume basement and the dark room radio station, <laughs> a ballet studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a school, like, they're not doing, I don't want to say real academics, I don't want to say that, but it's almost like the high school from fame, where it's just like, oh, (laughs) do you want to take this acting class or a dancing class? And it's just the arts. I'd like to assume that that's They're training them for the Canadian film industry. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, the mean, what's the mean girl's name? Anybody? The actress's name is Terry Hawks. Okay, great. Her so last Terry name Hawks. is Hennenlauder as a oh okay. a tribute to Frank Hennenlauder. All right. Let's call her Francine Hennenlauder. <laughs> all right. All right. So she comes in. She's like, hey, Josh, apparent, 
And also, I don't know how they're voting. Like, how are they voting on this where it's computer tallied? Like, I don't like even, you know, I went to school, high school, at least you know, 10 years after these people. Well, not quite. But you still wrote stuff down on a piece of paper like it wasn't computer generated who won. But apparently he's responsible for this, responsible mm -hmm. for tallying the votes or something. Mm -hmm. And she's going to pay him a hundred bucks to yeah. totally rig this thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, uh, you can do this. And I think he like types out what he wants her to do. Like, we don't even see or know at this yeah. point. She's like, mm, you're fucking gross. No, dude, that's that's it. Yeah. Kelly. No, Kelly. Oh, um, Kelly is Kelly. a good okay, bitch great. friend name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but that's uh, like. One of you, uh, you guys mentioned earlier, like they're going to graduate soon. Why is winning? The, why is the social cachet of prom queen worth that much? That you're alienating the other students. You're not having a good time. You're just focused on this. And later on, they do come to an agreement on that vote. Uh, sure, uh, she's just a little too focused on. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I mean, I think that we are all probably uh, Facebook friends with a bunch of people we went to high school with where that was the peak of their life. And you still even see that now where it's like, yeah, remember that time we won that football game? I'm like, no, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is when Vicky is in school and she's looking so exhausted and she's just had it. And now her friend gets her a yearbook. One of her good friends gets her a, an old yearbook. And she's looking at the picture of Mary Lou, and she's just like, what do you want from me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the mean uh, girl's even, like, looking at her like, what the hell's going yes, on? Yes, yes. And that's when the mean girl says something to her, like, oh, well, because the mean girl's whole thing is like, oh, good, another one's going to bite the dust because she's literally losing her marbles a bit. And now, of course, I'll step into the, the you know, prom queen role. And she says something that makes Vicky just snap. Um and Vicky smacks her. Um, and there's a moment where, oh, because Vicky is in, gets transported and she sees her as Mary Lou. Yeah. And so she's kind of slapping, you know, Mary yeah. Lou. Um, but then she gets, she has to go to detention for it. And this detention, when the dark side comes to the dark side, comes to her through detention, that's kind of creepy because it comes through the chalkboard. So she gets yeah. to sit in detention. And the, the I love I it. Love Whatever that. assignment so she crazy. had in detention, the teacher was like, "All right, well, just hand it in when you're done." And he just like leaves the <laughs> detention <laughs> like, room. I'm like, yeah, detention. It's not detention for me. Yeah, Vicky, it's yeah. detention for you. I'm out of here. I have shit to do. Just right. hand in your paper when you're done. Whatever right. the paper is. And then, then first we see a help me come on the chalkboard in mm -hmm. reverse. And so she goes to the chalkboard. And again, her whole thing is like, what? What do you want? <laughs> I just want to take the next year off. What do you need from me? Um, I'm just going to bum around with my boyfriend for a year. Yeah. And then we'll go to the same college. And then we'll get <laughs> married at like 21. Yeah. We'll be divorced <laughs> by 32. What? I just want to live my life. Yeah, just leave me be. But this, yeah, this but this top. chalkboard thing looks amazing. Like yeah. it's it such effect. a cool effect, mm -hmm. and in a movie, and there was something like this earlier in her bedroom too, right? Like her mirror went all watery oh, yeah, in yeah, her bedroom. Yeah. Um, it's just it's so great and it's so effective. But I also thought like the the cutout letters at the end were just goofy enough to be funny, but also to look super yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's almost the nightmare on Elm Street, or maybe one of the sequels, but it's that level of imaginative messing with her. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's after the chalkboard that Mary Lou gets in, right? This is when right. Mary this Lou is, is now it's... like, she's in it. Like before she was kind of like 70% charged up with Mary Lou, and now like Mary Lou is in there, right? She's like fully possessed. Right. And, and she emerges with confidence and now crimped hair like it is like i am embracing crimped hair this yeah. mm -hmm. 80s style she's like i'm not gonna dress like the mary lou of the 50s anymore she's like i've been watching these kids i kind of like some of their style and i'm gonna do it yeah I, uh, she shows up to school and she's wearing lipstick thank goodness uh -huh. and her hair's <laughs> in a ponytail and they immediately start picking on her outfit she's wearing like a long skirt and a button-up shirt but yeah. It's pretty much the exact same as the clothes she was already wearing. Right. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. It's thinking not too. that big a difference. Yeah. Like, why are you making fun of her? Are you making fun of her for wearing lipstick, like makeup, like? You're wearing an unflattering skirt instead of those unflattering jeans you usually wear. What gives? <laughs> what happened? Something's different with you, Vicky. And need a, a little bit more work on the makeover. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before she goes back to school, the first place she goes when she's a full Mary Lou is to confession, right? She oh, goes yeah. to see the priest. She first loves thing. confession. And she's in there with that guy who mm -hmm. you know, I guess she's mad at him because he didn't try and put her out with his coat or something like that. Like I don't he's not the one that That's killed her. That's reasonable. That I'm sorry. He was right there. He could have done right. something. Yeah. He so was too she, drunk. He was too I like how she goes in and she starts like quoting what she quoted the priest at the beginning of this movie. And mm -hmm. I expected him to be like, I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't, me. About. Yeah. that wasn't me. I was a horny teenager. Sorry. It was the old guy who worked here before me. Or maybe the old guy at one point was like, hey, I got to tell you this story about this one time. This girl came in. Her name was Mary Lou. She wrote it right on the wall. You will not believe what she said to me. And then she died horrifically later that night. And that's oh when my, I retired. You were there. Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot. You know all this. Well, she's definitely in hell now because of how she acted before that. Anyway, have a great day, buddy. <laughs> so she does. She like breaks through the confessional wall, which I think is just uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, she says some weird horny things to him. He knows it's Mary Lou. And she yeah. Hulk smashes through that plywood. <laughs> <confession>. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, she does. Great. And she ends up stabbing him with a crucifix directly into the mouth, too, mm -hmm. which is fun. Oh, 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 you were saying, Steph, that they make fun of her look. And I had to write, <laughs> I had to write the line down. The girls ask her if she beat up a bag lady. <laughs> that is, first of all, it's a pretty good burn, but also <laughs> that's really mean. She should have answered, yeah, and... Uh -huh. Hold off, slap him. <laughs> I stabbed her with a crucifix when I was done. Here's her teeth. Okay, maybe she's just a good And she also, for this Vicky girl, which we really didn't know anything about before, I was about to say before this movie. Well, I didn't know anything about her before this movie. <laughs> no but we don't get what a whole lot gives? of her backstory. <laughs> she appears to be like in charge of the prom decorating committee. She's like, part of it, yeah. Well, no, she takes real she's charge really when she, because now she's got the Mary Lou in her. 
I don't think mm-hmm. she would be as bossy if she was just okay. Vicky. But yeah, as they're decorating for prom, she's like, yeah, no, this is. Now, I will say the friends are getting concerned. Her one nice friend is talking to the boyfriend, and they're like, who right. is usually fixing his bike, but now he's helping decorate for prom. <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah, something's up with her. And Josh, the goofy guy that made the guacamole radio and the AV guy, he's like, yeah, she's possessed. That's what the problem is. She's totally possessed. And he's kind of joking about it. The nerds 100% are 100% right. right. Hey, can we talk about this creepy science teacher? Yes! deal with this dude? What is happening here? Creepiest teacher in the school. Again, we don't see many of the adults, many of the teachers in this school. But this one comes right up on sweet Vicky slash Mary Lou and grabs her behind. What does he say to her, too? Like something about, I forget, he says some Double entendre on a question and just slips that hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right I don't know tuchus. what sort of vibe he thinks she's throwing off to him, <laughs> but I didn't see any evidence I mean, of maybe, this. now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's that Mary Lou vibe. You know what I mean? Now that she's in the body and making her all cranky, maybe more creepy things like that will happen. You know, it'll turn other people creepy. I don't know. Yeah. Jamie, I want I want you to watch The Exorcist, and I want you to watch, I, I want to watch you watch it, because <laughs> at one point you'll just be like, She's just so cranky. (laughs) (laughs) After she's, I don't know, assaulted by the science teacher, let's say. Well, she gets him back, though. The science teacher assaults her, and then he goes over to his science experiment, and and it explodes right in his crotch. And the whole time, Vicky is staring down. like, And the friend is right there, and the, the friend now that we see in our next scene is like, something is up, and you did that to the to the science teacher i do like how her friend looks at her like how did you telekinetically <laughs> mess with the teacher i had no idea i get so of. mad at the friend because she's like what'd you do to that teacher it's like she blowtorched the crotch of your creepy science teacher right. she's yeah. like giving you her a high, five, a high five like exactly. i'm buying you lunch yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. chips are you on me yeah this guy's had this coming for decades right yeah. but no that's the last straw for her friend yeah <laughs> she's like you're just too weird now i don't know i don't know what to think but this isn't even what she confronts her over kind of like when they go to the locker room she basically her biggest problem is that she's saying swell a lot (laughs) you're talking weird you're dressing weird she keeps listening to her little radio with that mary lou song on and i love it (laughs) they have a back and forth where the friend turns it off and mary and vicky turns it back on turn off turn off and then finally the friend just like knocks it on the ground and it's like fuck this noise no (laughs) No more. And that's just. It's so bizarre. Like, like the way her friend goes from zero to a hundred. Now, I understand you're in the shower with somebody, you're both naked, and your friend starts to give you tiny kisses on your face. I get it. Like, that's Well, weird. now we see that. She yeah. runs away in terror at this. I found absolutely hilarious. Well, well she our... smiled at first, but then she kept going. Yeah, yeah, then she kept. But yeah. then again, yeah, I'd be like, whoa, God, get, get out of yeah. here, you weirdo. But no, she's yeah. like, I have to run like, a, you know, someone with a chainsaw is coming after me. Well, and then we get the, like you said, said earlier, DP, um, this becomes a long locker room scene because it's just a lot of naked walking around and fully naked walking around the locker room. Not like, oh, we're in our, we just started to change. Not even a pair of socks, nothing. Well, no, her friend is in a towel. Um, her friend's in a towel the whole yeah. time. This towel is like hot glued to her body. Yes. And I, I just, 
I wish I knew like what what the situation was where the director was like, ladies, towels off, let's do it. And the one girl's like, uh-uh, creepo, I'm not yeah. doing this. And I guess Vicky was totally down for it because she's like, I'm evil. What do I care about a towel? Right. I guess that was her justification, but I, it's so – this scene is crazy. In a movie that was crazy up to this point, at every turn I was like, what is happening in this mm-hmm. locker room? Like, mm-hmm. how is this now suddenly part of this movie? Yeah, I, I do kind of admire it, though, because it's not shot salaciously, surprisingly. She just seems completely – well – in possession of herself, very strong, very scary. Uh, so it's it's almost like the nudity is for her. It's not sexualized at all. So mm-hmm. it makes her look a lot kind of more badass. She's like, I don't need anything. You're going to die. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't need any armor. I don't even need a goofy skirt. Yeah. I'm coming for you. It almost made me think of like Terminator, how Arnold just walks around naked at the beginning of that, like, I'm not even aware that I'm not wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't even get that this is unusual. Yeah, I'm, I'm possessing a body here. This is nothing right. to me. I'm good. <laughs> and it's almost like it's her getting used to the body. Like, okay, this is my new, like, uh, not portal. What's the word? My new shell is this. So I'm going to yeah. Yeah. Well, gonna... to Check it she out. She even comments yeah. later, like, do you like the body? It's not as good as my original. Yeah, one. she does. Yeah. She's like, this one's pretty young and tight, but my other one was a 10. Um, I like Stop the- living in the past, Mary Lou. This is what you have yeah. now. Like, this is what you got. Yeah. If, she, if she could just learn to let go, you know? <laughs> be so much yeah. healthier for Let her. be, let it be. Um the friend has a good idea to just hide in the locker. Like she, I like it. She's like, looks in and she's like, okay, I'm a little claustrophobic, but I'm going to go in here. I'm going to hide in this locker. She won't find me in here. And she just, that's where she goes. And Mary or, um, Vicky is Vicky. Mary is on the prowl, scratching her nails against the locker. Like I'm, I'm gonna find you and uses her crazy Mary Lou mind tricks to smash the lockers together. To make like a meat sauce out of this, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it just flies out in any opening, and it's yeah. so it's so short, but so gooey, effective, original. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love how just Mary Lou has all the powers. Whatever she needs to do, she can do it. Her mm-hmm. her powers are not well defined, but it doesn't matter. No. I don't care. Just yeah. let her do everything in this movie, unless it includes and- shopping for clothes. Well, right. yeah. Listen, she, you know what? She just has to make do with what's in that closet. You know, it's, I don't think we need a shopping montage. Is that what you're saying? Well, or maybe a makeover one in that basement. Oh, yeah, where she gets to play with all those costumes. Totally fun. Oh, that would be fun. Actually. All right, remake everybody. We're gonna we're gonna get this right. All right. So um, now, also, kids are dropping. Like, kids are dying. We don't hear anything about this girl, right? No, like, they just... There just, are no cops or anything. She leaves um, J- Josh high and dry because she was supposed to be Josh's date, right? For the prom. And, oh, right? yeah, 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 the right. yeah. That, yeah, the yeah. AV nerd. They had a cute little kissing scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. little fun. T- yeah, little cute. Yeah, I think like, what happened around. to my date? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not, don't worry about it. You're, you're. Listen, you're in charge of counting votes for prom queen. He's kind of pissed. He thinks he's been stood up. He's like, "Where is she? Yeah, she didn't show." And that's when he goes to the AV room to just kind of drink his little cares away. 
yep. and gets um yeah gets an offer made to him. Um, but, but before that, um, Vicky is much more Mary Lou because even again the boyfriend's like half noticing but not really that she's changing like all her friends are very much like something is different something is different but he's kind of liking it because now she's getting all hot and heavy making out with him well kind of of. but But then all of a sudden well because all of a sudden she gets a little too like crazy on him what does she say doesn't she grab him and she's like what does she say to him she oh well, she calls him crush. the gay F slur. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. What's it's, wrong? Don't it's you want like, Yeah, but yeah. it is like it's it's very strange how he's like, whoa, 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 hold on a second, this is uh moving a little too fast. Yeah, I guess. like weren't you guys just gonna take a year off of college to just kind of be together yeah. and I guess maybe work up to this point? Maybe that's his idea. But yeah, and and even Mary Lou at this point's like, I got no time for this dude. Like I have shit to do. Well, she wants to move on to the meat. She wants to move on yes. to his father. Mm-hmm. And she does. And she goes directly to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like, hey, you killed me, dummy. Remember me? <laughs> yeah. But he really can't do anything about it. Like, he can't murder another student. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do, really? I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like, it's almost like she's like, listen, hey, I'm Vicky now deal with it and that's why i thought i was like okay so her plan is to just be vicky and that's it like whatever (laughs) they'll graduate and now she's vicky and she gets to live the life she never had and she's a good 20 years younger than ironside she'll outlive him now maybe that's the best revenge just watch him die of heart disease just (laughs) 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 no she she's not a patient girl our mary lou our vicky lou and so now i think we have to get to the possibly creepiest moment in this film when she is back in her room oh, on her, her rocking horse. No. Yeah, I, I, that whole scene. Mm, I remember awesome. when I saw it as a kid, uh, the ending like gave me nightmares. But that scene, I remember I'm like, I remember thinking, I'm not sure if I'm going to like horror movies if they're like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, if they were all like this, we could only wish, let's yeah. say. Okay, well, she's uh, full Mary Lou now, and she has, I guess by the 80s standards, a more exciting dress than the old green thing she's going to get saddled with. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she has, like, her uh, just shiny blue dress, just languidly hanging out on that creepy rocking horse, and she's basically fingering its mouth, and (laughs) it's in close-up, and the effects are, it looks... You know, it doesn't look like a weird fake puppet thing or anything. It's disturbingly Mm-mm. real. Yeah. And she's just chilling before the prom. And uh, her dad uh-huh. comes in. And he's just like, hey, sweetie, excited <laughs> for the prom. Hey. And but of course, it's uh, Mary Lou driving the body. And uh, she, she doesn't care about boundaries. And she gives dad a, a little bit too much of a on-the-mouth kiss. Yeah. yeah. A, little a little bit too little much. Way just a little too just... much. And dad enjoys it a little too much. Yeah, he fights it at first, but then, yeah, like any dad who's a real dad will be like, okay, I don't know what you're on right now, but this will not stand, Missy. But yeah, he just stands there until the mom comes in. So this guy's kind of into it. Like she's 
kind of well because even when tongue she, kissing her dad when she oh, leaves ahead. he like rubs his lips like a little oh, bit it's like so oh. gross yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's just kind of like well that happened and i'll deal with this yeah they don't commit to anything because even though he's the nice passive one they never play it as a creepy um mm-hmm. incestuous thing like he's too nice to his daughter or anything like that right. he right. does seem like a normal dad who's just kind of browbeaten by his wife and even then he's not like oh yeah like finally uh but right. you can't see there's there's issues there and it is mm-hmm. it is weird because jamie i was thinking of when we watched um flowers in the attic oh, and <laughs> while there was no direct making out between uh christy siblings and, and yeah. her father at the beginning of that i oh, was yeah. so much more creeped out by their relationship than i was by the two of them until they started making out like that's a little over the top but yeah it was it was very weird that it came out of nowhere but what's the the best thing about this scene is her mom's response. She just watched the two of them make out and her mom's like, that's it. You're not going to prom. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Hold on. Jezebel. Be a much longer discussion. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to lock her in. You, you harlot. You, you. you're not leaving. Yeah. All the old timey words. No whore. Nothing that. that <laughs> no, <harsh>. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You floozy. No prom for you, Missy. Not quite. You're but. grounded, Missy. <laughs> That's the last time you make out with your dad in front of me. So she does blast her mom, though, out the front door. It kind of like walks over her. Like, that's kind of a fun scene where she just a steps return over to her. a theme. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't mention earlier that Mary Lou knocked um, Vicky's boyfriend out. So this guy's been unconscious. Oh, right. <laughs> and. It's only important to mention that because he wakes up in bed and Michael Ironside's standing there. And Michael Ironside knocks him right back out again with the shoe. Well, yeah, because he's he's saying, like, I got to find Vicky. I got to make sure he's OK. And he's like, well, I don't think you should. But his stubborn, headstrong son is going to go try. And where's my shoes? The- Where are my shoes, Dad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Boink. Um, he just conks his kid and he's mm-hmm. right back out again. Mary Lou decides, or Vicky decides, that she's going to the prom. Yep. And, oh, I have a question about this, because I didn't know if my Amazon Prime was glitching out or what was going on. Somebody's trying to take pictures of Vicky at this prom, and at one point they take her picture, and it looks like she explodes into light. Yes, yeah. yes, it's Josh. You saw that? Yeah, pictures. no. Yeah, I did see it. I assumed it was like a van- uh, kind of a vampire thing, where if you try to capture their image in any kind of way, you can't. I was a little disappointed because when he's, I didn't notice that that he, this was true. So if it was, let me know. Because he does have Josh, the guy that took the pictures in his little AV hut. He's got, he's developing some of the pictures, and I thought that that maybe she would look like Mary Lou. I was in the assuming that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. Okay, they did. I didn't. That's why I, I thought something it. weird happened with the movie because I was like, oh, I'm sure that's going to pay off. And when I never saw anything, I went, well, maybe that was just a weird cut or, or something. No, or it was a, you, you saw. That. No, you just saw. Just reminding the audience that she is possessed. Thank you, movie. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you've been real subtle about it up until now. Right. <laughs> I would like to be the one person that was like, that's why she made out with her dad. Okay. (laughs) She's because I get it now. This rich universe just all comes together perfectly. Not quite. I think it's also important to mention, because this is a fun little detail that is 
kind of silly, but also I loved it, that she changed her parents' answering machine. To oh, say she that took basically the time I'm, yeah. before yes. prom. And it's Mary Lou, so she figured out uh, answering machine technology. Right? Because they didn't have that then, but no, she I knew. assume she blasted her mom right out that door. Her dad was still upstairs, I don't know, licking his fingers or something gross. <laughs> he was and playing she with the, the time. horse. Yeah, and, and she... <laughs> Dad's like, what? I never, I didn't never notice this tongue on this horse before. Um, yeah, she took the time to change the answering machine. It's like Mary Lou's at the prom. Hey, if you're calling for Vicky, she's not here anymore. I don't know. Her parents are dead. I don't know what she says on the message, but it's really, Pretty it's great. absolutely hilarious. Yeah, like uh, people see and uh, or things to do. People will kill. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like, first of all, if your plan is to just become Vicky, the cops are not going to be crazy about this answering machine. Like that is now yeah, you evidence kind of against that you. Bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get a little more detail about the mean girl. She's basically like, listen, I'll give you a BJ for this crown. And she wants there's it, no yeah. scholarship. There's no cash prize. Like <laughs> right, there's exactly. no free vacation. I mean, Mm-mm. No, she's this just is desperate. not worth it. Yes. She's the only one in the mm-hmm. school who cares about. <laughs> yeah, and she's there's really like eight people to in this school herself. too. Who's your competition? Yeah, and it's not a sexy scene. She's not like, oh, I'm gonna give it to you. She, she's like, okay, here's some breath spray. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's like, grosser is girl. <laughs> Right. What's grosser is when she goes back to her boyfriend oh or the guy that she's hilarious. <laughs> the way that actress, he just goes in for a kiss and she's like, no, no. no. She played that so yeah. Well. yeah, she's great. And the fact that he's like, hey, babe, your breast smells really great. I love those mints you use. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a great dark humor. <laughs> oh, but it's a great death. Oh, his yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, his, I think it might be one of my favorite deaths. So he, she's done the deed. As we said, the bitchy girl has done the deed. Um, and so now he's supposed to be changing the votes. And he gets on his computer to change the <laughs> votes from uh, Vicky, I guess, to, I don't know. What did we say her name was? Kelly. Uh, Kelly. I also, how does Vicky winning this thing? Like, like, is everybody just like, I like this new Vicky. Like, I, I wasn't going to vote for the old Vicky, but this new cool Vicky who just listens to music from the 50s all the time. Walks around the locker room naked. Does yeah. it with or they style. just feel bad and they're like, this poor girl's friends are dying. Like, two of my her best friends are dead. Like, yeah, maybe fair. we should just give this to her. So, yeah. Oh, first of all, when he's fixing these, I like how Vicky's in a totally different room. Like, she's in the prom. This guy is, I don't know where. And it's almost like, she senses the fact that he is on the computer oh, yeah. at this moment. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, and she touches a wire. Yeah. That's right. She, she senses that's vote she... tampering. So she, she gets on the Ethernet cable. I don't know. <laughs> and as he changes it, the computer just says, wrong, dead, wrong. And then all this, like, electricity comes popping out between the screen and his fingers <laughs> typing, and it's back and forth, and his face does all these crazy changes. and Yep. Oh, he's just all down. melty mm-hmm. and yeah it's a, it's a really great death yeah. mm-hmm. too all the deaths in this are good no they are. meet smoothie they, and they build like really this well. kid and th- yeah. this one is yeah. so particularly 80s too it's it's especially yes. yeah. oh definitely oh the effects but the effects are really good like that's that's the thing about this this isn't i mean i don't know how much money was behind this but it never 
look super cheap, other than the fact that you know they're all Canadian. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. Oh, what are you saying about Canadian people right now, <laughs> no, guys? I, I just mean you can tell that's where they're saving money, but everything looks really good. Oh, also, I did feel like all the deaths are good, except for the bitchy girl. Like at one point in this movie, I was like, "Is oh. the bitchy girl going to be the one person to make it out of this alive?" But she dies in a very anticlimactic or uninteresting fashion. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Vicky wins. Oh, surprise, surprise! Vicky wins. Oh, this, I'm, so, oh, I'm so honored. She gets on stage. Her boyfriend and Michael Ironside like show up at this moment, and Michael Ironside's like, "I know what to do. I've done this before. Let's go to the rafters." <laughs> I know yeah. the way. Come on. Yeah. Yep. And I do love this because we're not done with our blowjob jokes because the fact oh, that yeah. one guy just looks at the meat girl and goes, how'd you blow it? Like, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Uh-huh. And now Michael Ironside, he's not messing around with stink bombs this time. He has a gun. He's got his pistol, yeah. And he just blows her away. Just shoots her like three or four times in the chest. And Vicky collapses to the ground. People are freaking out. And even somebody's like, I think the principal just shot her. (laughs) And again, just like when Mary Lou was on fire, nobody's trying to help her. The boyfriend is there. The boyfriend gets there and she's now like shouting like, no, dad, why'd you do that? Um, Well, at least there, you know, someone has a gun. So it's like a little more uh, understandable. Yeah, true, true. But even he shouts like somebody call the cops like this is get an ambulance in here. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, yeah, she's but... But she's not done. She's not dead. No. Oh, no. boy, is she not. <laughs> it is amazing the fact that an arm, like, bursts out of her chest. Mm-hmm. Like a full zombie a... arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a full entire burnt up Mary Lou climbs out of her <laughs> deflated body. That's so good. Yeah, so Vicky, or sorry, Mary Lou basically crawls out of this deflated corpse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, she, like, uses her Carrie powers, or her Mary Lou powers, to kind of just wreck up prom. And things are exploding, and she has a a neon sign fall through the bitchy girl mm-hmm. after she falls on the ground. She's impaled by it. And she runs down into the haunted basement, let's mm-hmm. call it, mm-hmm. after her boyfriend, or Vicky's boyfriend. She's really into killing this kid, like... I, I just, not that I don't understand why, because kill them all. Kill them all, Mary Lou, do it. But I just don't know. She's so fixated on this kid. Well, because this is the son of her of her killer. Yeah, she knows that, that's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. She needs her revenge. And it needs Plus, like, she just wanted to, like, have a little fun before her big massacre, get laid. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, no. So, yeah, she's probably just real yeah. grumpy at the dude. At this yeah, point. exactly. <laughs> she, Mary Lou wanted to get laid before she got this. <laughs> she needed to get that sexual energy out of her. And now she's just. Sorry, kid, you let me yeah. down. Yeah. And she probably did look at Michael Ironside and been like, oh. I didn't even get a chance to murder your wife. You did that. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to kill <laughs> your kid. Rich tapestry of a backstory we clearly have. Uh, <laughs> she's in the backyard. So she turns back into Vicky to like trick him into letting her. Like, Classic it's so, possession. Because she was Vicky back. Oh, no. First, she's the voice of Vicky. Right. And then doesn't she emerge as Vicky again when she comes out of the trunk? Yes. At the end, yeah. 
But that's no, that's, that's a little bit end. later. Okay. Like now she like tries to drag him into the trunk. Oh, right, right, right. And yo, that's right. And all the trunk powers are there. The trying trunk to, powers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the trunk is whatever the script needs it to be. Are you going in? Are yeah. you going out? We don't know. Eh, yeah. It's a neat trunk. Let's just yeah. use it. Yeah, it could take you into a parallel dimension. It could tell you the story at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. The trunk's probably a narrator, too. But she's trying to suck this boyfriend in. She's trying to pull him into the trunk. But now Michael Ironside shows up, and he's like, Hey, hey, Mary Lou, I got your crown right here. It's so great. Like, why don't we just make out? Like, yeah. I'm Michael Ironside. How are you not into this? Let's just do this. And they do, and they're like transported back in time and they're dancing at the prom as they should have done if she had mm-hmm. not burned to death or cheated on him <laughs> right yeah right <laughs> and now jamie as you said this is uh kind of like we figured this is the end because like a super gooey vicky crawls out of this trunk like it gave birth to her right yeah pretty much uh-huh and and he oh this is he asked her if she takes sugar in her coffee because that was a thing. That's oh, their yeah. little private movie. joke, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. dumps a ton of sugar and she's like, come on, that stuff will kill you. Like, they're already yes. an old and that's, couple. It's cute. That's <laughs> his gauge, though, to know if it's really Yeah, it's like, like do, what do you, what's your feelings on sugar and coffee? Yeah. yeah. Do you like sugar and coffee? Yeah. He would know it was Mary Lou if she was like, shit, you, you want to go? He'd be like, all <laughs> right, okay. Let's some uh, sugar, loser. <laughs> Like, oh, you're not her. Back in the trunk. (laughs) And then they leave the school. Like, they're all triumphant. And I'm like, where's Michael Ironside? What happened here? Did he travel back in time? But before we see what happened, I love the fact that we finally get police in this movie. We see no police. (laughs) And it's just a cop going, we don't know what happened here. We have yeah. no idea what's he going on. He literally says, I don't know what happened here, but it's something strange. <laughs> yeah. What were you, what'd you goofy kids get up to this time? I tell you. Yeah. It should have been a Mountie. <laughs> uh, how many times do I have to keep coming out to the school? It seems like every day I have to come here and scrape a kid out of a locker. <laughs> oh, well, my work here's done. <laughs> well, I don't know. Someone else can figure this out. So now Michael Ironside shows up. And he's totally fine. Like, everybody's fine. Yay, happy ending. Mm-hmm. Good night, everyone. Mm-hmm. Good night. Yeah, that's it, everybody. We went through prom night, too. <laughs> so Michael Ironside's like, hey, kids, get in the back of my car here, and I'll drive you home. I, well, I didn't see it quite that creepy. I think that would have hinted <laughs> a little bit. Come on, kids. Just get in the back. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they've got a blanket around the gooey Vicky and. Mm-hmm. Getting in that car, getting the heck out of there. He's not Michael Ironside. What the preach, what the priest told him she was trying to do was apparently what she ended up doing was possessing him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I assume she's off to murder these kids. Even the license plate on his car, they should have put that. It says Mary Lou too. <laughs> I love her attention. The vanity plate <laughs> from the answering machine to the license plate. Uh-huh. Like, wow. <laughs> I like to think that his wife actually left him. He didn't kill her, but she's like, listen, I know you feel guilt, but you've had that vanity yeah. plate of that poor girl that you killed on your car for Maybe his other wife was a Mary Lou, too. Maybe he couldn't not see a Mary Lou after that. <laughs> oh, I'm Mary Lou, too. Okay, this marriage is yeah. over. Oh, I get it. It's his wife's car. That's all. <laughs> so that is the end. That is how uh, Prom Night 2 Mary Lou 
ends, or sorry, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. That's how that movie ends. And uh, Jamie, your thoughts, your final thoughts on this. Yeah. And I think you already spoiled it, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I did say earlier, I, I thought it was well leading up. I was like, I don't know. I always say that, though, before these horror yeah. movies. Before I press play, I'm like, ah, I take a little breath. Um, but I thought this one was, I, I, I agree, too, that the female character felt more powerful and, and the possession. I liked how she eased into it. I liked the kills. I liked the storyline. I thought at times it was a little bit slow but not more because I was just like okay well let's get to let's get there let's mm -hmm. see um but I liked it and again I thought the I thought the lead actress did a pretty good job because she did a nice switch um and having never seen it before I am definitely yeah. glad I did I was uh, even my husband was surprised when I said yeah no I liked it he's like you did I'm like yeah we should watch it it was good <laughs> so oh, so he didn't watch this one no with you? no he didn't okay. no all right. No, that's yeah, that's great. I, I think I feel much the same way. Um, I don't think I was ever bored by it. I think some of the stuff with the some of the preacher Michael Ironside things, I was like, OK, let's just get back to these goofy kids. But yeah. what I would say, I mean, I think that like the the women in this movie um, and I'm not saying the men didn't do a good job, but I thought the boyfriend was pretty bland and, mm. you know, but the women in this movie were amazing. Like I said, Vicky was so great and her mm -hmm. pregnant friend was fantastic. Like I, <laughs> For like the she little should bit have been that we movie. got to be with her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she should have been in this movie way more than she was. Yeah. The acting was great. It's, it's really fantastic. So I think we should thank you stuff. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So really to appreciate it. It. Yeah. yeah. That's uh everything in the kitchen sink like this if you think about everything that goes into this movie it's it's a little grueling um but yeah i it, it does treat the characters like characters in between the amazing gore bits i i think uh, if you want a slasher movie this delivers and then delivers and you're like can i have a break it's like no we have these deliveries <laughs> and you're gonna take them yeah but, you gotta yeah it, it's a strange movie for sure but in an endearing way mm -hmm. i think all right, so, uh, Steph, I asked you, do you have a recommendation? Something that may be tangentially related to this. It could be anything. It could be the most basic, you know, relationship to this. But go ahead. Uh, Starship Troopers, Michael Ironside's really good in it, and everyone should check out. <laughs> no. uh, you could go a lot of ways at this. Uh, high school horror, possession, kind of uh -huh. Catholic terror. Um, there's an Amityville sequel called It's About Time, which uh, it doesn't go as far as this one. But if you like the mm -hmm. general themes, it's fun. But I think I will recommend a slasher movie called Killer Party. It came out okay. one year before this one. It revolves around the sorority. It's really fun. It involves possession. And um, our favorite mean girl in this movie is in that. It's, she's in Killer Party as well. Uh, ah. So if you'd like to enjoy more of her, uh, I think they're a fun companion kind of thing. So yeah, Killer Party. Oh, I've totally, I've totally seen this box art before. Oh, it's great. I've never seen the movie, but that, yeah, that. Like those old R.L. Stein kind of yeah. Fear Street cover style thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've seen that many times. Uh, Jamie, recommendation? Um, I recently started to watch that Netflix show Ratchet based on Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the oh, Cuckoo's okay. Nest. Um, 
and it's it's got some crazy ladies and some um i don't know that there's possession yet i'm only a couple episodes in but it seems like there could be there's some church themes um definitely some insanity themes uh but it's a good show it's just new on netflix it's got that sarah paulson in it it's she a, does okay, an amazing I was gonna say, job is that the one with sarah paulson yeah. i haven't seen it but i've seen like previews or you know ads for that yeah i just so. watched the first two just recently and i yeah cool it's crazy but it's good yeah very cool. cool. Um, I will recommend. I was going back and forth. I was going to choose a prom horror movie, but I decided on something super recent. Uh, and it's so, you know, personal to this podcast because, Jamie, you and I yesterday had so much trouble just trying to use Zoom. So I'm going to recommend the horror film Host. <laughs> ah. uh, if people have not seen it, it's really great. It's people that do a Zoom call and then things go very wrong and um i don't know ghosty things happen but here's what i will say is i am a man who is over the age of 40 years old and i really don't think things scare me anymore but being downstairs alone in my basement with the lights out when this movie ended and it was like 1 a.m i was kind of scared like i was, kind <laughs> of, like I was actually it did kind its of job. scared yeah yeah and it's it's really really fun um, it's only like over an hour yeah. long. Right? It's like an hour ten. All killer, like, no filler, really. It is so effective, and even when nothing scary is happening, you just—it's—it's it's a very tense film, and I would just recommend people find it, people watch it. I think it's directed by Rob Savage, right? I think I don't know why I'm asking you guys <laughs> for validation on that, but yeah, I think it's directed by Rob Savage, and it's a really, really fun movie. I've—I've I've watched movies like this before, like I think Unfriended and. And then there was like Unfriended 2, Electric Boogaloo. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but uh not, yeah, not bad those in ones my opinion. That one's not bad. Yeah, they weren't bad, but they weren't as good as No, this, this I this think is, is cream of really the crop fantastic. at this point. Um yeah. and it, it's they use computers in it, and there's a computer in uh Hello Mary Lou. Saved you, Doug. There Looking you out go. For you. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Great. Oh, you know what also the the I want to say the best part about host. Did you did you watch the closing credits? Because they're all like Zoom, like everything still looks like it's in Zoom. Like oh, yeah. all the you know everything you see, it's it's so great. They never take you out of yeah. that Zoom call. Like it <laughs> starts with the Zoom call, it ends with the Zoom call. It's super clever and and just a lot of fun. So, all right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, Steph. Again, thank you for coming. Uh, Steph, you are a writer. You're a podcaster. Is there anything specific that you would like to plug? No, I'm best in small doses. <laughs> <laughs> you can just follow me on Twitter. I'm Scrawfish. Everything I do, I put there. So. Oh yeah, follow Steph. She's you're my favorite person to follow, and I'm not lying just because you're here. Yay! <laughs> well, everybody, uh, we will see you again in two weeks. And I didn't even mention what we're doing in two weeks, so I'll mention that right now. Jamie, oh. Jamie, get your nightgown on. I'll get my guitar going because we're going to watch Slumber Party Massacre 2. We're yeah. going to continue with the sequels, and I can't wait to see Crystal Bernard again. It feels like forever that I saw Wings. Looking forward to seeing what she was up to, I don't know, five, six years before that. But, yeah, we're going to continue with sequels through the month of October. And then finally, Jamie... 
mercifully, we get to put these sequels behind us. Put them to bed. We're putting them to bed. Just picking whatever we want. There doesn't have to be a number two at the end. Numeral after it, or the word T O O or T W O. So we can move on with our lives. But we're not to October yet. Or sorry, not to November yet. We're still in October. So in two weeks, we will watch Summer Party National 2. Until then, we're in two weeks, everybody. See you later, alligator. Here you go. <laughs> you don't break, take, you know, mistake. You're just under pressure. There's more to life, a life, sweet paradise, and what you're seeing. We live in a muscle, muscle, feels flexing muscle, girl. talk to you last time i can't oh, leave it yeah. like that oh yeah that's right i like it keep it in the group yeah. keep it in the group that's, that's a right. nice way yeah. yeah that's what most people who talk to me alone feel like <laughs> after the conversation i need a palate cleanser like is there anybody else in this room or anyone else that we can bring into this it's really bad when my wife does it all the time <laughs>